With a professional record of six and one and a passion for violence, we're excited to welcome our guest today, who's the number nine ranked Bellator light heavyweight competitor. He's set to compete later this month at Bellator 278 in Honolulu, Hawaii. With a few good wins, he's poised for a shot at that title. And with the fight in sight, good luck, Juju, that we always bring, he is guaranteed to get there. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast. Grant! The truth, Neil. This is your theme song, Grant. We have uh, demanded it. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. Grant, I'll just let you know, you are the first guest to ever have intro music. I had to put that in there. Because you know, because you know why you, you use the truth, the truth. That's it. Hey, that was fire right there. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. Yes, Grant. Grant, so exciting! You've got a big fight coming up at Bellator, and I know you've had lots of interviews. You were saying today already, so we'll we'll ask you one standard question, and then we'll get to some goofy questions, and we Let's won't take up it. too much of your time. But uh, you know, your fight coming up, you are both you and your opponent are coming off your first losses. So that means it is big stakes for both of you. How do you come back extra hungry? What's the plan here? Hey, so uh, I'm always hungry. Uh, I'm ready to eat anytime, any place, anywhere. So um, my goal has always been to be the best fighter in the world. And if that means that I had to uh, suffer a loss to learn the lessons I needed to mm. learn to get me to that point, that's what it had to be. Um, obviously losing is a, a tough thing. It's hard to, it's hard to handle, but, um, within that, uh, within that fight, I, I learned a lot. I became a way better fighter and I, I'm just ready to show the world, uh, like how, how not to leave it to the judges. Cause, uh, the judges break your heart every time. I mean, losing a split decision is, is it's tough. That, that yeah. one hurts. It's one thing if you, uh, if the guy really bested you and you, you, you feel, um, you feel like, okay, there's this, this, and this I need to work on. But, um, when it's a split decision, it's, it's, it's a tough one to swallow, but it, it makes you become a lot more creative and things that you could have done better. And, uh, ultimately makes you a better fighter. Nice. Now you seem, when you watch your interviews and stuff like that, you seem like the nicest guy. I mean, we just met a couple minutes ago, but you seem like such a calm, nice guy, but yet you talk about wanting violence and you're deadly in the cage. Growing up, were you always uh, thinking about becoming a fighter? Like, how did you become a mixed martial artist? Uh, no, so I wasn't always thinking about becoming a fighter, but I've always been extremely competitive um, in everything that I did, whether it was football wrestling basketball i mean any any sport even soccer when i was in little league soccer i was extremely competitive and everything and that's that's kind of one of our family values is um we compete at everything um so that's that's just instilled in me and um innately that kind of became uh who i was and 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 garnered me a lot of success going forward um Going into uh, high school, I uh, I didn't really know much about uh, wrestling. Um, I thought uh, signing up for that sport, I was going to be slamming people with chairs and jumping off of the, 
the the third rope. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, a little shocking. I I, I had a uh, I had a, a a shocking discovery, but the biggest thing that I discovered was this is way harder than doing that, and um, that competitive mindset and uh, the things that wrestling taught me. Um, it really it really kind of set up my future as far as having success in football, uh, ultimately becoming a two-time state champion in wrestling, face some of the best guys that are currently still some of the best guys uh, na- nationally. Um, and, uh, and we're all doing, doing our thing and it set me up to fight. And I actually met uh, uh, some pretty awesome fighters through uh, my strength and conditioning coach, Lauren Landau, um, who's now the, head coach at uh, or head strength and conditioning coach for the Broncos. But he introduced me to two really awesome guys, um, Nate Marcourt and Brennan Schaub. And so when I was uh, coming up wrestling, I I would talk to them and brush shoulders with them when I'd go in to train. And um, Nate always kind of took a a, a liking to me and he, he would always kind of rub shoulders with me and uh, he'd be like, Oh, you're a wrestler, aren't you? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he goes, yeah, you'll be a fighter one day. <laughs> I don't know what he, he just saw something in me. And nice. fast forward a couple years later, um, Nate Marcourt became my mentor and um, uh, allowed me to uh, realize something that I didn't realize in myself. And um, through his mentorship, I became a, a, a really solid amateur fighter. And I just was trying to be a sponge and soak it all up. And that's kind of how a short, short way, short segue into how I became a fighter. That's awesome, man. You know, you, people don't realize how important it is to have a mentor and, you know, we're on episode 60, I think, and you're the first fighter grant that's ever talked about having a mentor. So that's really cool. Now you did also talk about being very competitive. And when I was doing some research for you for the fight, I spoke with Grace Cleveland, the Thai kitten who trains with you out at uh, Easton, uh, Easton Training Center in Colorado. And she said, it's so funny you said this, she goes, he's very competitive. Even at Jenga, this guy is competitive. Oh, so- yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, we have a Jenga story coming up here? Or what's, what's going on? <laughs> so um, one, one of, uh, well, I, he's my uh, older brother in the, in the game. I call him Big Bro. His name is uh, Brandon Gertz. And... Um, he always has a lot of the fighters over. So as you can imagine, um, the fighters in Colorado are, are some of the best in the world. So when you get a room of us all together, um, we find ways to make things competitive and, um, <laughs> it's, it, it gets, it gets wild. And, and we bet pushups because, uh, uh, uh cause you know, it, it's one thing to bet money, but you, you bet money and, you don't have to sustain the soreness of, of losing it and whatnot. But so we, we bet the push-ups because you got, you know, everybody's got to go, go to training the next day. And so, you know, my goal is to hand out as many push-ups as possible. And so that's, uh, that's where the Jenga comes in. We're, um, <laughs> we're, we're, we're pulling pieces of the Jenga. And if that tower falls, you got a hundred push-ups on the line. So hey, Grant, let me ask you a question. How often do you guys play Jenga? Cause you got chess for days. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so I have chess for days, but uh, I- I'm not I'm not losing. Nice. <laughs> I do want to ask, you know, Bellator, you've been with Bellator like almost your whole professional career, which is incredible. You've had the opportunity to be with them. They don't I don't know how to say this nicely, but they don't really 
promote too much, like it seems like lately. And that's been a critique about Bellator. Are you happy with Bellator? Things are going well there. Like you're not like a huge social media guy, but is that anything that impacts you as a fighter? Yeah. So it impacts every fighter, right? Uh, yeah. Promotion is a part of our, how we feed our family, how, uh, how we allow ourselves to focus on just fighting and not have to get a bunch of jobs and, and work and try to balance being a professional. Um, so I would say the, definitely the biggest critique on Bellator is that they can do a huge, do a revamp and make a great improvements on promoting their fighters. That being said, they do do a good job of making sure their fighters have everything that they need as far as, um, monetarily and you're not fighting for pennies in, Be in, in Bellator. Um, yeah. so they do take care of the fighters and a lot of the, the, the wealth, if you look at the wealth structure in Bellator and how it's paid out to the fighters, the fighters, um, uh, a lot for a lot of the payouts that are happening. So they take um, care of their fighters very well in that aspect. The promotional good. side is something that needs to be improved for sure. Yeah. But um, so far, Bellator has done a really good job of building me, allowing me to um, fight some of the best guys in the world. And ultimately, I think the 205 weight class in Bellator, if you it's look the at the roster, it's the best. Yeah, it, it, by it, far. It's, it's hard to question that. No, definitely. I mean, Grant, this next fight of yours then sets you up for only high-profile fights. Like, above you at this point, it's only high-profile, well-known fighters, which, to your to your point, like, that's going to give you better marketing, better publicity, right, in, in those fights. Now, it's funny you talk about the pay because one of – I was – you know, as I do, I get into fights with people online, and uh, this one guy was like uh, – I just have him as at idiot, but he was saying <laughs> – he was he was saying to me, and I want to bring this up to you. We were talking about pay and stuff like that. And he goes, are you some sort of idiot? Everybody knows Bellator pays more than UFC. And I was like, I don't know that everybody knows that. Is that <laughs> is that true? Um, so as far as high profile fighters, and if you're if you take care of the company and if you're doing the right things, they're gonna pay you. Um, Bellator, you're saying they Bellator. Really take, they value the fighter, right? And so that's why you see a lot of high-profile fighters are like, man, this is this is an awesome opportunity. I think even in my weight class, Corey Anderson said that he got paid more for one yeah. fight in Bellator than he did in his last six fights in the UFC. Sure. So, okay, but hold, but hold on. That's that's Corey Anderson being a name coming over, right? And so, okay, fine. Bellator is going to shell out some money for him, but like. For a fighter like yourself that's grown up in Bellator and whatever, they're you're getting paid well compared to like if you went over to a different promotion, you feel good. So it's they definitely want you to, um, they want you to build. So I I put myself in a position to where, hey, it, it's competitive, right? Nice. And so nice, if there's good. other organizations uh, talking to me and. Uh, wanting me to fight for them and they see that Bellator's 205 pound roster is is pretty big and I'm uh, other than Christian Edwards I'm the youngest guy on the roster uh, right. that's that sets me up to uh, have an op opportunity to negotiate and Bellator saw that and they are like awesome to me they they are they they've been phenomenal 
That's awesome, man. That's so good to hear. I love it when we hear that like the organizations treat their fighters so well. And and in truth, like whether it's been UFC or One FC with Grace Cleveland or now yourself with Bellator, everybody talks highly of their organization. So I'm so happy to hear that for you, especially. Um, I'll get to one last thing about promotion and pay and stuff. Marshall Rogan Inu. Have you heard of this company? Yes, we actually okay. were in a conversation with uh, Marshall oh, Rogan, wow. Inu. Um, and they are they everywhere. Really, um, yeah, they're they're everywhere. They're a cryptocurrency that is, actually has a, a utility, and their utility is is helping fighters get paid. Now, yeah. this is a niche um, industry, right? And mm. um, it, 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 and there's there's only so much. Um, gravity that they can exude from fighters only but i yeah. think that they're the them capitalizing on this niche is going to allow them to build their company to help other athletes in general it's um and so i i i'm a i'm a fan of what they're doing um they're nice. opening eyes to a lot of different people i know many fighters um even myself included that have had to work different jobs in order to fight at in the in as a professional and at the highest level and so for this for to have a company ran by fans to uh mend that gap and to actually put money where their mouth is and, and not just say oh i'm a fan of this fighter but really to help support them i think that's a phenomenal opportunity we are trying our best i think fingers crossed that we're going to have them on our podcast next week actually to talk about all the things that they're doing. That would be awesome. They're, yeah. they are helping so many fighters. Yeah, no. And, and here's the thing, Grant, we hear about them all the time, but we have no clue really what they are or like who they are, or what it is. Like you just hear the name and you're like, oh, okay, so we've invited them on and we've made contact. So hopefully next week we'll have them on the podcast. We can talk about them. Grant, with all, with the technical difficulties and stuff, I don't want to uh, keep bothering you. I apologize. We greatly appreciate your time. We'll definitely have you back on the podcast again after your next win and before your next fight. But before we let you go, is there anything that you want to say to fans, friends, family that might be watching? Definitely. Um, I want to support and watch the fight on Showtime April 22nd. And also, I just dropped my first merchandise on hey. millions.co. And it is uh, Grant the Truth Neil shirt in a true fashion in the Scarface-esque uh, print. And there's only going to be a limited time drop. So it's going to be my first merch, and I'm only going to keep it out for a limited time. And so if you want to rise with me and hat, say I brought his first merchandise, you can go and visit millions.co. And uh, this is an exclusive shirt. And so you want to hop on this train before uh, you can't do it anymore. So uh, be a part of the Grant Neal family. And it, it's, it's going to be awesome. Hey, Grant, you know what? I feel like we need to do a petition. We need to change your name. It should be Grant the Future Neal. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's funny, Grant. man. All, 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 all you guys are All you guys are giving me great nicknames i actually got my nickname from uh from a, a local um a local sportscaster here in denver uh they had my knockout on their on their 
on their broadcast and he goes, man, that's Grant the Truth Neil. And then everybody Ooh. just started saying it. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a good it. I like it, man. I like the nickname. I like the truth. And Grant, I saw your shirt. You posted it on your Instagram. And we've got your Instagram going down. Uh, if you're on audio, it's at GrantNeil34. But man, that shirt is wicked. I love it. I love the style. I love the design. It looks really, really good. So guys, go check it out at millions.co and pick up the Grant Neal shirt. She Grant. Yeah, Prince is going to show it on screen here. I'll put a nice picture of it too. Yeah, it looks really good, man. I like it. Grant, all the best to you, man. Enjoy the time. Enjoy your successes. Enjoy your fighting. You're, you're such a nice guy, man. We'd love to have you back. Thank you for coming on the podcast. We appreciate it so much. Oh, no problem. I plan to be back and then I'll be back with no technical difficulties and I'll give you some more inside scoop. <laughs> yeah, man. And good luck. Hey, after the fight too, good luck in your Jenga. Good luck in Cornhole. Good luck in any game that you're playing. Keep kicking ass, man, and everything. I appreciate it. And Spikeball. Don't forget that one. And Spikeball. Spikeball. <laughs> All right, man. Great. Take, you care, take care, buddy. Have a good one, buddy. I'll edit this after, so maybe you won't see the technical glitches if I'm good at my job, but I probably will not. Uh, but he was talking about some technical glitches. We went back and forth, but so happy to have him, man. What a great guy, right? Yeah, wow. Like, I'm, I'd love to have him back on. Like, that would be amazing. Like, that, yeah. there's a lot of stuff he had, you know, especially with so, so much insight. I learned so much new things, especially from him, especially on the Bellator side, like what, you know, yeah, what they're doing dude. that promotion. Okay, I feel bad because I was fighting with that guy on Instagram. Not fighting with him, but I like he was just like, Bellator pays way more, you idiot, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I don't know that for sure, you know? So it's, look, I don't care whether people get paid more or less, but I just like to know that they're compensated well for what they do. I mean, these guys put their lives on the line for us, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, for entertainment. And uh, they do an incredible job, man. Like, uh, Gladiator. Grant Neal, freaking nicest guy, man. What a guy. We'll have him back for sure. Uh, now, what do we got, Prince, coming up on the podcast? We have a couple of things that we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. <sighs> First one, I didn't think I would talk about this. I didn't even know this was happening, and then I saw it. But, mm -hmm. man, I got to show this clip, buddy. Aaron down, Ravis. Whoa! Oh! Logan Paul learning to talk like the Miz. Paul is like simply in. Logan Paul looking to end Perfect, perfect form. That is, for the audio listeners, we show clips of Logan Paul at WrestleMania last weekend. He competed, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know he was doing this. He was in a tag team match with The Miz against uh, Rey Mysterio and his kid, Dominic Mysterio. The clip I'm showing, he kicks ass. Very oh, yeah. good performer. Very good wrestling technique. He did way more moves than uh, Snooki, way more moves than you know Mike Tyson, way more moves than whatever. Like he's good, man. The guy has put in the work. Yep, yep. Now, what he did not do well is his interviews on the mic okay. post. Let's see, no, no, no. I don't. I don't have a clip of it. I apologize. Oh. But uh, did not look the greatest. You know. Uh, or sorry, did not sound the greatest. And so my, uh, my, what do you call it? My title for the segment is, oh, so you're a wrestler now? 
really good, man. Did you watch it, Prince? I mean, aside from uh, the did you watch the fight? I know. I well, I mean, I saw some of the highlights, right? Okay. And, okay. Um, I'm like, I, I gotta say, like, he performed well. He was jumping, yeah, off the road, doing all the moves and everything like that. I was like, oh, maybe this is this is it. This is what he should, yeah, be doing. Right? I, I'm look. They, they pay those guys a lot of money. And uh, if if he can leverage that and become like a, you know, a regular, that's a good job for him, man. I don't know that he'll do it all the time, but if he can do it semi-regular. Now, they totally set him up at the end of this fight. Uh, for yeah. any of you that watch WWE or whatever, The Miz then turns on him, gives him the skull-crushing finale, yeah. and then walks out, right? So it sets up a fight for him versus The Miz now, <laughs> which, also the, which also then sets up Logan to be a face rather than a heel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, good for him, man. It was interesting. And uh, maybe we won't have to see him box anymore. That might be a, an added yeah. benefit if, he, if the wrestling goes well. And the Paul family really knows how to, to, to work it. Just like our, our trap, trap, trap Gambino a yeah. podcast, learning, knowing how to work it. He knows how to work it. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Uh, next thing I just briefly want to talk about. This just came out. Um UFC is now in talks to potentially run some tournaments. Have you, did you hear this news that just got no. released today? Today no. is Wednesday uh, mm -hmm. when we're recording. So they're saying that apparently the UFC has a bunch of tournaments lined up at a whole bunch of different weight classes. Um, they, I saw this on MMA Island. They were posting it. And um, they're, they're looking at Asian fighters. So I don't know if it's like only them. But uh, they have a bunch of Asian fighters that they're saying are going to compete in three-month tournaments. What? So I don't know how. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how long. So it says UFC is reported reportedly planning eight-man tournaments across four divisions, starting in Singapore during UFC 275. They're going to have it in the 125, 35, 45, and 55-pound division. Each tournament will be three months. Chinese, Korean, Japanese, and Thai fighters are targeted for the tournaments. Wow. So it, I guess it's going to be kind of like a you know Dana White looking for a fight kind of thing, but they're yeah. going to put them through a tournament. Prince, your thoughts? Hey, you know what? It's nice to switch it up. And they're, yeah. doing, it, they're doing it at Singapore. You know what's over there? 1FC? Well, yeah. And they're setting yeah. up the, the tournament style. They're like, kind of, okay, yeah. who can play that game? And, and what do you, you, UFC, I mean, for UFC first started off as a tournament-based type of uh, fighting organization, right? So, I mean, maybe they're going back to their roots. I, I think it'd be cool just to, you know, see what's out there. So here's the problem, but it's a three-month thing. How are they going to see their families? No, no, what? No, I mean... <laughs> I, what I mean is, like, it's not a one-night tournament, which, like you're saying, go back to your roots. Invicta FC, with the all-female league, has been running some tournaments mm -hmm. that are one-night tournaments. You fight one round mm -hmm. up until the finals, and the finals is a three-round fight. Now, I don't know whether it's a, a sanctioning thing or, or, you know, a licensing thing to get that allowed, mm -hmm. but I would like that a lot more. I would like a one-night tournament get people to go through a one night tournament and see who your winners are. I think that would be very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. My problem with a tournament that lasts three months, which I'm assuming means the guy fights like once a month or something. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is 
if that's the case, people are going to bail out during the course of the tournament. They're going to get injured. They're going to whatever. And then they won't fight the next round. And then what you have is you have a tournament similar to one FC, the grand prix, similar mm -hmm. to Bellator grand prix. You end up getting people bailing out. Then you get alternates. The tournament is mm -hmm. even what you thought it was going to be. And yeah. sometimes that, that can happen in a one night thing too. But you know, at least I'm there. I'm there at the arena. Like I'm going to bust my ass to get out there and fight. So I don't know. I yeah, guess I see what happens. Yeah, you know what? I mean, look, I mean, these fighters are probably, you know, it's a, again, it's an opportunity. I mean, I doubt they're going to try and pull out. Like, if the UFC is going to try and develop yeah, this, yeah, yeah. they're going to try and make it to every fight, right? So, and, no, but uh, it, I know, but it's been, you know, in 1FC, it happened, right? Uh, yeah. Sohi Ham had to pull out of the Grand Prix. Itsuki Hirata had to pull out of the yeah. Grand Prix. In Bellator, we just recently had uh, Sergio Pettis pull out of his Grand Prix, right? So, a lot of fighters leave and then the tournament isn't what you wanted. Mm. Right. But, uh, but it, it's going to be exciting to see who comes out. Like who knows, we might see some monsters come out of this. Yeah. Like, out of the woodwork. Like who, you know, you yeah. never know, like out of these, out of these tournaments, you see like rising stars, like, holy crap that you see that guy. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, uh, in terms of a friends of the podcast update Prince, I don't really have anything in terms of fight news friend of the podcast but what i do want to do is shout out our sponsor midday squares midday squares okay. inside 15 so mid <laughs> midday squares.com use code fight insight 15 to save 15 percent. these are the functional chocolate bars we always talk about i'm too bright here on my screen you can't really see it i'm using the uh, this is the uh fudge flavor which is amazing damn mm -hmm. i love this one too anyways so friends of the podcast slash sponsor uh segment i do want to say they just announced they hit I, I couldn't, I was trying to understand. They just hit $10 million in financing. So congratulations to these Congrats. guys, man. These guys, for those, you know, for those that want to support the podcast, please do by, by purchasing Midday Squares. These guys have been super nice to us yep. and great to us. But holy cow, I'm so happy for their success because their product is amazing. Yep. And Prince, you may have an amazing product and nobody knows about it, right? But yep. these guys are like moving and moving. $10 million in financing they just announced today. So congrats That's to huge. them. If you guys see this, I'd love like 10 bucks, you know, like, like, yeah, 15 <laughs> at least. Maybe like, just a million, just, you know, like just a quick million. small at this point yeah, for them. The grocery and gas prices are all the way up. So, Oof, you know, quick boy, 15 oh bucks wouldn't, wouldn't hurt, right? Yeah. Prince, uh, you want to shout out our other sponsors? Yes, and also special shout outs to Hula Cleaning Services. Contact Hula Cleaning Services for all your carpet, fitness, commercial, construction cleaning needs. You can check them out www.hulacleaning.com. All righty. Now, for the remainder of this podcast, let's talk about the massive Oof, event. Stacked. UFC 273. There are so many fights here, Prince, before the podcast. And this is uh, the poster is being done by our buddies at MMA Social Squad, of Shout course. Out. Amazing poster, as always. It's better than the official one, again. Um, I don't know why UFC just doesn't pay these guys to do the posters at this point. Like, why, why continue to use the same garbage that UFC continues to put out? I don't get it. I don't get how they're, like, such a big company and they can't get, like, MMA Social Squad. Pay them the money. These guys are making the poster every week anyways. Use this as the poster, right? Yeah, yeah, or even it's, it's so or, weird how they go with this generic stuff that they do. Yeah, maybe it's a uh, well. You know what? On 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 that note, then why don't have they have us come on in there? And yeah, well, of course. 
but no, but this poster, good lord. Anyways, friends, before the podcast started, we were talking about placing bets, and uh, both you and I were taking a look at the odds on Aljamain Sterling. That those are good odds, man. But anyways, let's go a little bit lower on the card. Let's take a yeah. look at some fights. Did you know that on the early prelims, Alexei Olenek is fighting Jared really? Vendera? He's on the early prelims main event. His fight ended up getting bumped with uh, Ilir Latifi. He was supposed to fight back uh, a few events ago at the Blades versus Dacus yeah. fight. Then it got bombed. Uh, Latir, uh, Latifi ended up, couldn't make it, then pulled out. So now Alexei's fighting on the early prelims. This guy is a massive star, man. So yeah. uh, I'm excited for that fight. Then on the prelim card, you've got Mike Mallet, Canadian, proper Mike Mallet. He mm -hmm. fights Mickey Gall. That's an amazing fight. Proper. Then you get Aspen Ladd versus friend of the podcast, Raquel Pennington. Massive I mean, Rocky's our friend. Yep. Aspen Ladd is the one that we've talked about so much. Yep. Prince, that fight, what do you got? Of course, Rocky. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Rocky's going to kill her, I think. I, yeah. I would bet on that. What I'm excited to see is how her corner acts and behaves, right? So Rocky... Although I'd love for you to finish it in the first round, let us just see at least one corner. Like, so maybe just let it go to the second. I want to see how the interaction is between her and her boyfriend slash coach in between rounds one and two. I would love to see if there's any shit that goes down. Yeah, I bet you it's gonna be like this. Fight. That's it. What, I don't know, man. One word, one word instructions. That's it. Fight. Yeah, that's interesting. Then you've got uh Jerzinho Rosenstroik versus marcin tybura that's a wicked fight yep um who do you got on that one rosenstrike rosenstrike uh then yeah i like rosenstrike yeah i like him uh then the main event of the prelim card is ian gary that's the irish kid right yep the the new the new connor the new, the, yeah, the nice, the nice Connor. The dude that, I mean, to be fair, he almost got knocked out in his last fight. Mm -hmm. He rebounded well and got the win, but he was not untouchable. He fights Darian Weeks, Eesh. who, as we all know, was the guy that fought Bam Bam Barbarina. That's the guy that took the fight on short notice and performed yeah. very well against Brian. So, uh, Prince, who do you have on that one? I I'm I'm gonna go with Ian. I like Ian. Ian's gonna yeah, the hype gonna train. Get the hype. I'm gonna drive. Yeah, and, and jump on the hype train and the um the nice Connor. I'm gonna go with the nice Connor. Yeah, I don't like him. I'm going Darian Weeks mm -hmm. for for everything that Darian Weeks did. I feel like he, uh, he performed so well against Brian Barberena. He got his UFC jitters out. Yeah. in a very good fight now he gets to turn around be the main event of the prelims which is not a nothing spot that's a yeah. good spot on yeah. the card fighting a high profile ian gary darian weeks man you take that dude out and then you are welcome on this podcast my friend <laughs> what what i'm just saying what's what's your call what do you think how is it gonna end darian weeks i think he uh submits him in the second okay yeah he's shown durability Right, he's shown the durability. He's shown the the, the strength. I mean, to, to take shots from Bam Bam is not nothing. Yep. 
I say he goes in, mauls Ian Gary, takes some shots, and then ends up finishing him in the second. So good luck, Darian Weeks. Go into the main card. You've got Mark Madsen versus Vince Pichel. Uh, let's move to the second fight. Yeah. <laughs> Mackenzie Dern. <sighs> Mackenzie goddamn Dern versus Tisha Torres. Now. Oh, man. This is okay. tough. That's a tough call. A few things here. Tisha Torres fighting on the same card as Raquel Pennington. So yeah. they are... Um, uh, what are their uh, partners, girlfriend? Uh, yeah, partners, they're, not, yeah. they're not why they're not married, right? Yeah, but they're uh, girlfriends. Um, so they're fighting on the same card. They've done it before. So that's not a problem. Tisha Torres never been finished in her career. Uh, Mackenzie Dern on a tear. This is very close to being a number one contender fight. Yep. Yep. I love Mackenzie Dern, but I do love Tisha Torres as well. Prince. Oh, um, okay. I say, I say, um, I say Dern, submission third. If Dern gets it done, she's going to get it done in one because she's just going to go in with her haymakers as she does and then grab Tisha Torres and bring her to the ground and go to submit her. Um, but God dang it, I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for Team Rock NATO, which is yeah. Raquel Pennington, the rock versus uh, with tiny tornado that's why they're hashtag team rock nato mm -hmm. i'm going with tisha torres i think she's gonna finish her in the second tko wow okay yeah you know what i that's that oh, man. it's a tough I mean, one you can go either you can go either you can go either way like yeah here's the thing too if tisha torres wins and makes her way back up to a title shot how crazy is it that the top straw weights right now are going to be Carla Esparza, Rose Namajunas, and Tisha Torres, all OGs of that division. Yeah. Like, how yep. cool is that, that these guys have all uh, survived this long and are still at the top of the game? Yep. Uh, so I say Tisha Torres. All right, next fight, Prince. And now we've got some very nice video accompaniments. <laughs> here. Uh, here is the third card on the main card. Movie uh, magic. <laughs> Prince, uh, the Academy Awards will be seeing you next year. That is, we are highlighting Gilbert Burns versus Prince. Please say the name. <laughs> Kevzat Shemvie. Oh my God. Not like that's really not close. Kamzat Chemayev. Chemayev. I believe that I is the pronunciation. I believe that's the pronunciation. Uh, if you ask Colby Covington, it's come shot Kamayev. Oh, but that's I believe he pronounced it wrong. So Prince Kamzat coming off what is he ten and zero? Yeah, he just, <laughs> he's not lost since he's come onto the UFC. I think. No, no, he hasn't lost ever. Ever, oh, sorry. Right. I smash you, bro. I smash you. I smash you. you. I break you. Kamzat. Chemayev, yeah, 10 and 0. Uh, you know, he's beat Li Jing Liang, Gerald Merchart. Eh, not not really like, you know, big, big name guys. The leech was a big, big win. Yeah. He but he's been. fighting Gilbert Burns, who, I mean, he's a monster. He does say, like, hey, I was 10 and 0 before as well. Mm -hmm. And then I lost. I mean, people are people can get that good and still, you know, come up and down. 
Gilbert Burns, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins of his last eight. His only loss going to Kamaru Usman, mm -hmm. uh, which there's no shame in that. Burns has fought in the who's who. Stephen Thompson, Tyron Woodley, Damian Maya, Gunnar Nelson, um, Olivier, Olivier Aubin-Mercier. So, Prince, what are the odds that Burns wins this fight? And are you picking him or are you going with Kamzat? I think so. I'm going to go with Kamzat. I'm going to say it's going to be done in the first round. Um, he's just going to maul him. Wrestling style. Um, either rear naked choke. So I think it's going to be a submission by first. You are incorrect. It is going to be Gilbert Burns with the victory here. I think he's going to TKO him in the third. Jeez. Com uh, Gilbert has experience on his side. And you want to know what the kicker is? What? I do not like Kamzat training with Darren Till and doing their stupid buddy-buddy shit. With their best friends now, man. That's so stupid. Give me a break. And Darren Till is, you know, he's had a lot of problems in the cage. Like, it's not like you're getting two of the greatest. You're not getting Batman and Superman here. Yeah, but, like, they're working together. Like, What does that mean? They're, yeah, they're... I know, but, but, but Darren Till gets all the benefit from this relationship, right? Like hey, what Kendra, does Kamzat need what does he need Darren Till for? Trash talking. His English has gotten a lot better. Yeah, I smash you, bro. I smash you. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so okay, you got you got Kamzat, I got Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Well, how what how when is it gonna finish? I said what, TKO what in the third. Third you sorry. Said, and you said submission in the first? Yeah. Yeah, submission in the first. All right. I am just enjoying my Arvita tea. Again, hey, one, another Arvita. one of our sponsors. These guys are awesome. Arvita tea. I'm going to be honest, Prince. Yeah. When I first tried this drink, mm -hmm. I don't know. It was a little bit, the taste was a little bit off to me. And mm -hmm. I didn't it, it think. But the more I drink, I really do like it. It, it really, it, it took a little bit of getting used to. So if I'm you and I'm going to go to a grocery store, I'd buy like maybe three of these. To really get into it but i do like this flavor this is blackberry but it's pretty good ladies and gentlemen that's what we call a live read yeah 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 live read but honest honest read you know honest read the first one it i i wasn't sure the taste anyways next fight prince this is the most important fight to me possibly of yes. my life Oh, yeah. This is so stressful, Prince, but I do have a title for this. I believe this should have been the main event. This is okay. Aljamain Sterling, for those on audio, Aljamain Sterling versus Petr Yen. I think they should have called this UFC 273 <laughs> the Emancipation of Aljamain. This is too good of a fight to have this not be the main event on the card. Yeah. I don't understand why. I don't understand why Volkanovsky versus Korean Zombie is the main event. This is stupid to me. This is the fight we all came to see. Yeah. Prince, just in case anyone, I need you to make a cover of the Emancipation of Mimi album. Yeah. Which is the Mariah Carey, and then put That's Aljo's face. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This oh. is it, man. Now, for those uh, a little lower on the IQ scale, 
Emancipation means the fact or process of being set free from legal, social, or political restrictions. Liberation. Aljo has gone through so much shit yep. after this whole debacle, mm -hmm. right? And we won't debate this all out, but holy crap, he has gone through so much crap. For him to get this win is going to be everything if he can do it. Prince, the odds, what, what did we see before we started? Th plus 375, plus, 350. plus 350? Yeah, so I'm looking at it right now. So Aljo's plus 350 and Yan's negative 475. Holy crap. You have to bet $475 to win $100 on Yan. Whereas Aljamain Sterling, who is a killer, let's not yeah. forget Aljamain how good he is. You yeah. bet $100, you get 350 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's that's good odds, man. The Funk Master deserves your bet. He's twenty and three. Don't forget, he is twenty and three. His last loss came to Marlon Morais back in two thousand seventeen. He then went on to what? beat Brett Johns, Cody Stamen, Jimmy Rivera, Pedro Munoz, Corey Sandhagen, and then the controversial win over Petter Jan. I mean, those are not small wins, man. Yep, yep. yep. Prince. Here's the movie magic, baby. I'm going with Sterling. No, you're not. Submission. Second round. Really? Yup. You're going to put your money where your mouth is? You're going to bet on that? Yeah, I am. You're going to bet on... Yeah, it's a good bet. 350 yeah, for... Man. I'm going for it. Like, why not? Why yep. not? Yeah, yeah. It's a good bet. Uh... I don't like... Petter's attitude. I don't like all the crap he's talking. I don't like his like rudeness. Like I hate that stuff. And he's he's just trash talking way too much. Like just mm -hmm. stupidly, dude. You screwed up here. Like this is all your fault. Mm -hmm. You know you can't talk shit now. He is the interim champ right now because of course he won um, the interim title when Aljamain was continuing to recover from his neck surgery. So following the loss to Aljo, he then wins the interim belt against Corey Sandhagen. Who are you picking? I got Petter Jan by TKO in the fourth. I don't like to say this, and I'm still going to put many money on Aljo, but I don't really see it happening. Shoot. But also, I'm so bad at picking that if I say this out loud, that Petr Jan is going to win. Maybe that's the juju that makes uh, Aljo win. You know what? If, if, you know what? If Aljo doesn't submit him in the second, I, I'm going to throw this out there. It's going to be Aljo knock up by a knee on the second. No, get the <laughs> hell out of here. There's no knee happening here. Oh, in this place. oh man, the editing, editing is going to be crazy when it does happen. <laughs> You're saying Aljamain Sterling with a knee TKO? Yes, a legal one too, a legal oh, knee. Oh, very sweet. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, that's that's the main event, but then after the main event, they're still putting on one more fight just for fun. <laughs> oh, we forgot. The and here... <laughs> And here's the video for this one. Oh, hold on. You know what? I'm going to get rid of this uh, banner so that it doesn't uh, hide. Here we go. Last fight of the night.
All right, so that was a highlight clip of Korean Zombie, Chang Sung Jung versus the champion, possibly one of the greatest featherweights of all time, maybe the GOAT in time, Alex Volkanovsky. Are we are we gonna talk about this like this is a debate? How dare you, my wife? Oh, oh yes. Oh, my wife is South Korean, so we at the Timmy B household will be cheering for the Korean zombie like nobody's business. Prince. Okay. Who do you um, got? Is does does the Korean zombie have any chance in hell? I, man, I think this is gonna be done on like a maybe okay. This is like wishful thinking, third round knockout by Alex. I think it's even gonna You think it's wishful effort. thinking that it even gets that far, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is not a good one. <laughs> this is uh this is not a good fight. Uh, I don't see this going the distance, that's for sure. And I do not see how Korean Zombie gets it done. You know, he's only... How old do you think Korean Zombie is without looking? Do you know? Don't... 40? Like, no, that's what I thought. I thought dude was up there. He's only 35. What? Yeah, he's only 35. He's still young. However, this guy has gone through wars. He's 17 and 6. His record is good but it's not fantastic he suffered some bad losses like his loss to brian ortega was a real beating mm -hmm. we remember that from two fights ago the yair rodriguez knockout that zero second left yep. elbow mm -hmm. was disgusting um we also forget that when he fought for the title against jose aldo when he was on that massive streak he fought jose aldo lost and then he ends up going uh, in South Korea, you have to do two years of mandatory army service. Mm -hmm. After the Aldo fight, after that loss in 2013, he then goes to do his army service. Mm -hmm. And that's why he has a four-year break in his career. So when you look on his mm -hmm. Wikipedia, he's got four years off. That's because he did his two-year service then. Mm -hmm. Then he comes back in 2017, you know, uh, one win, one loss, two wins, one loss, one win. He's uh, four and two since coming back so his record isn't even that great upon his return he's wow. great but he's seen yeah. wars 35 that's crazy yeah 35 still, yeah he still got it he still has some prince your prediction is uh volkanovsky third round yeah knockout uh, it might even finish in the first or second but this is just wishful thinking i'm just hoping it's gonna last that long and be nice to yeah, Zombie still seems like he's durable. I mean, he lasted against uh, Ortega, even mm -hmm. though he lost in the, the decision, but he did last and he took quite a beating there for five rounds. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that, uh, and then, and then you know, and then he went on to fight Dan Ige and won a mm -hmm. decision in five rounds. But I'm going to say Volkanovski takes it in the second. I don't, I, I, Volkanovski is very, very good. You're too good. Like, yeah. He doesn't, there's no such thing as getting submitted. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, there's no submit. You can't submit this guy. I think. Uh, I, I think. I think Volkanovski gets it done. I, I think it's a tough fight for Korean Zombie. Korean, remember, Korean Zombie wasn't supposed to have this fight. Yeah. Right. It was supposed to be Ortega. Right. Yep. And uh, was it supposed to be Ortega? I thought it was him. 
Or was was that who it was? It was supposed to be Ortega, and then it uh, and then it switched. Anyways, it wasn't supposed to be Volkanovski. Or sorry, it wasn't supposed to be uh, Korean Zombie. That changed last minute because uh, someone couldn't make it. Whoever the hell that was. Can I figure that out quickly? No, probably not. No, you don't know. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, pop, 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 pop. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Prince, that is the card for UFC 273. That is a lot of good fights on deck. We talked with uh, Grant Neal today, had a good time with him, and we did say that, look, it's either going to be next week or the week following or somewhere soon that we're going to have someone on from Marshall Rogan Inu or Marshall Inu, whatever that company is called. (laughs) And we're going to talk to them about what the hell this is. Like how, like, I don't know if anybody is buying their cryptocurrency. I don't know if they have their own cryptocurrency. I I have no clue. I don't understand any of this crap. I'm going to go watch this documentary on Netflix called the crypto King or something like that. So I'm going to watch that as some research to figure out what the hell this stuff is. See if I can learn. Yeah, do, you have, do you own any cryptocurrency? I was gonna get into it. I mean, mm-hmm. like, but I mean, I don't know. It's so it's, a, it's iffy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's it's something that's just you know you gotta really do your research around cryptocurrency well, and doing you know. But I mean, look, I mean, Bitcoin now. Like, what is it? What's what bit? What bit, I don't know. Uh, How would I know what anything is? Uh, okay, so you don't own any cryptocurrency. Fifty-fourth one Bitcoin to Canadian dollars, fifty-four thousand. Yeah, but what is that? Nine hundred ninety-eight. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You can buy like pieces of a Bitcoin, right? You don't always have to buy one Bitcoin. You buy like a, a, a decimal point of a Bitcoin. Anyways, we'll figure that out. If any of you out there uh, purchase Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency, let us know in the, in the comments below. Tell us what the hell is going on. Do you know about Marshall Inu? Have you invested in that? Anything like that? Let us know. Friends, we've got a few more fighters on deck. Potentially another Bellator fighter next week. We'll be excited for that. It's a good one. That's going to be one you're going to want to watch in video, not audio, video. And uh, what else we got? Anything else? What do you got? And, yeah, and, and also if any, if anyone can actually show us what a Bitcoin looks like, mm. like physically, that would be great. Um, yeah. I feel like that's a trick question. That, yeah, guys, again, don't forget, follow, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, listen to us on Spotify. Um, we've got a lot of great content. We've got more people coming in. We've got people from, from the financial district. We've got people... Yeah. You know, we've got it all. That's a, you know, fight insight. We've got everybody coming in here. Yeah, Let's man. Uh, special thanks to Grant Neal for coming on. I know there was a bunch of technical difficulty. I'm going to do my best to make this podcast seem as smooth as possible. Um, but if you hear him say something about technical difficulty, that's why, because there was a little bit of uh, glitches and he had to hang up and call back a couple times. So mm-hmm. thank you to him, though. We will have him back on. Best of luck to him on April 22nd at Bellator. He's going to kick some ass, kick some get back on that winning record. Right, six and one. He's going to go seven and one now. Huge, huge, huge fight for him. So good luck to him. Thank you to Easton Training Center in Colorado for hooking us up with him. They are uh, the same training center where Grace Cleveland, Ty yes. Kitten trains, and so that's how we made that connection. So thank you to them. We'll put their link in the show notes. Prince, Saturday night is going to be a fun. Night. Saturday night is going to be a fun night, guys. Watch the magic happen. Oh yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you for all the videos. Thanks for everything that you do, Prince. Have a good one. We'll see you guys next week. Take care, buddy.